0: quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice to text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connected Parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle and I'm so glad you're here in 2022. So, I wanted to talk a little bit about what's going on for me in 2022 and the things I've been thinking about. Instead of coming up with some sort of New Year's resolution, I decided to think of ways I can make 2022 better for me and for my family. Of course, there could be a million things that I don't necessarily have control over, but they would make life a lot better for my family. And I mean, it would be amazing if we had no obligations and I have a life of leisure and I could just be with them and connect. And we had unlimited money and resources and the ability to really have no obligations, but that just isn't reality. So I decided to think about things that could help my family that were actually within my control. And after lots of thought, and contemplation, it was obvious that the only thing which I could really control that would help make life better for my sweet girls and for myself was things that are deeply in my control. And so I can't control my children. I can't control the other adults in their life. I can't control the outside experiences that they are going to have and encounter, especially as teenagers. But what I can control is the ultimate influence around myself and my own actions and my interactions and my reactions and my thoughts. And those are all within my immediate ability to alter and change. So that's what I wanted to focus on today because I think those things can ultimately affect my children in deep everyday ways. And can ultimately affect me in deep everyday ways. And so I think thinking about those can really help make some good changes in our lives. So as I've been parenting with Connection for quite some time now, almost 10 years, I kind of finally know what I should do and how I should do it and changing my mindset isn't something I necessarily need to work on so much. I mean, I definitely need to work on it, but it's something that I've spent a lot of time reframing. And this reframing is the idea that my children are inherently good and want to do the right thing. And they are just struggling at times to get that right thing done. I'm also getting pretty good at using the tools of empathy and play and affection to help temper behaviors, which are hard. And I have completely done away with the idea of bribes and punishments, which was excruciating. But I did it. And I started my parenting, you know, using these things. And now I have gotten rid of them 100 percent. Doesn't mean that I don't think think about wanting to do them, but I I don't. What I still struggle with, though, is my reactions when things get really hard and hairy. And when my daughters say things which are unkind and rude, and sometimes I cannot keep my cool still. It doesn't happen nearly as often as it used to happen, but it definitely still is happening. What I've noticed is that it happens when I'm not doing well. When I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I'm overworked and all around just not connected to myself. When I get to these places, a place where I use shame and I yell and I do what I know I shouldn't, it's because I have not been taking care of myself and I have let too many days pass without a timeout for myself Or a time in, in some way, to get myself nourished. When I stop journaling or I begin to think negatively about myself, there goes my ability to self-regulate, there goes all the hard work and loving connection I've cultivated, and there goes our nice, peaceful home. And all because I didn't take care of myself. When you're a parent coach and you mess up, it even seems more devastating. And so I tend to go to a place where I beat myself up and I don't let those mistakes go. And I talked about that last week. As I'm here talking to myself on this podcast, I realized the only way to mitigate those moments when things are hard is to make sure I come first. And it sounds selfish and it sounds self-centered and as a mom and as a as a parent i think we are so used to putting our children first and our family first and everything else first that it almost seems like it's wrong to say i want to put myself first but taking care of me first is the only way in which i can take care of my children first i know that that might seem counterintuitive but it is a really important aspect of parenting with consciousness so why should this go un untalked about or overlooked this idea that if we don't take care of ourselves, there's no way we can do all these other things. And I've really been shirking my duties around taking care of myself lately. And especially with the holidays and, you know, with working really hard and with trying to do and be everything to everyone, I've let myself kind of go and I can tell, and I can tell in those moments when I cannot come regulated to my kids. But here's some things that I really want to work on and continue to be committed to. And that's going to bed by 10 p.m. And I know a lot of kids, people with little tiny babies who are still nursing can't do that. And I'd say just try to get as much sleep as you can, you know, just get those naps in if you can and try to get as much rest as you can. But this makes the biggest difference in my ability to do well. And I think it's why I didn't really do well when I had really tiny kids is because I wasn't resting. And when you aren't resting, it's almost torturous. I also have to drink lots of water. And I talked about this last episode, but drinking water is so very important. And I want to remember that and, and try to stay away from my tea because I'm constantly drinking tea and I know that's not water. And I really, you know, take for granted how much water I need, but it it does make a big difference in my ability to do well. Eating healthy does too. And I'm such a sweet tooth. I love sweets. Our whole family loves sweets. And people in on this house hide sweets. If you get a sweet, <laughs> so Esme got a Esme and her sister got a box of chocolate, seized candy, and they hid it because they were afraid that I would eat it while they were at school because I will. And so I, I have to really be conscious and make a concerted effort to eat my greens and to eat well and to be healthy and eat good food because I love my sweets and I love sneaking my sweets. And exercise Exercise is my, it really is my church. And I haven't been attending my services lately because I haven't been exercising. And I, I, I love hot yoga and I love to hike when I can, but I've been so busy and unable to go. And as a single mom, it's really hard to, you know, Pia's got dance three days a week and that's from five until 10, three days a week. So we're there doing Doing dance, and I'm waiting for her because it's cross town. And you know, Esme's got a really big social life, and they have things that they need to do and go to and be. And I feel like I'm putting myself last when it comes to my exercise lately. And I really need to get back in the habit of taking that time for me and and going on my walks and going to yoga if I can. So I'm committed in 2022 to try to go three to four days a week. I'm hoping I can do that. Let, let's see if I can make that happen. And I love to spend time with my friends, and I really haven't been spending a lot of time with my friends. And each month, you know, that goes by, and I'm like, oh, I should have hung out. I should have had coffee with my friend. I should have met with this person. I haven't seen them in so long. I feel like I'm just kind of doing my work, picking the kids up, taking the kids to school, doing the activities, just really mom, 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 mom. And I need to break away and find my adult space so that I can, you know, have another aspect and facet to my life also so that I can nourish myself so I can be a good mom. Also saying no to things that don't serve me well, like extra activities and events and things that seem overwhelming and things that seem like, oh my gosh, I I don't want to do this. It doesn't feel nurturing. It doesn't feel like it's going to serve me well and being able to say no to those things. And often I say yes when I want to say no. So trying to find places to say no to some things. So those are the same things I really want to work on in the idea of taking care of myself for 2022 to take care of my family. And I I almost feel like, oh, I have to say that because I'm selfish if I don't say, oh, I'm, I'm doing this to take care of my family. But I'm also, I need these things as a person. And I think that when we're parents, the person side of us, like the real human side of us gets pushed aside and we just become parents. I know also that when I work on these things, I'm able to self-regulate more often because I know what I need and want to do as a mom. But sometimes I just can't get there. I get in my own way because I'm not taking care of myself. I can't access my calm because I haven't worked out. I haven't accessed my unconditional love because I haven't spent time with other adults. And I've been I'm resentful from driving and doing and cooking and being and that resentment eats at me. And then that resentment comes out on my children. So I'm going to stay focused in 2022, focused on me, focused on my needs so that I can be happier and I can come to my parenting more regulated. I also really deeply believe in journaling and I have a guide to journaling, which I think is really helpful getting to that deeper stuff like those unmet childhood needs and the the places where we can't regulate and kind of really unknotting those so that we can make more sense of them. And this guide is called the Healing Ourselves Through Journaling Guide and it's free. And I will link it here in the show notes so that you can access it and um, download it and use it and start really journaling as a way to take care of yourself too, which is an incredible way to offload your feelings and and have a space to to feel heard and seen and understood, even if you're doing it just with yourself. So I hope to see you in my private Facebook group or on Instagram. And we will be, we have a brand new YouTube channel that is coming your way with lots of videos, some videos from my podcast and some video from just past experiences and clips. And so I hope that you guys can find your way to YouTube and check me out. And if I don't see you there, I hope to see you on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for joining us on the Peace and Parenting podcast. I'm so glad you came. And I hope to see you online somewhere in our online world.